The WPTF Morning Show, 98.5 FM, 680 AM, WPTF.com, and the WPTF app. So a new study done by an organization called Direct Relief shows about half of us donate to charity. But a lot of us are hesitant to do so this time of the year, during the holidays. Now joining us on the WPTF Morning Show is the president and CEO from Direct Relief, Thomas Teig. Thomas, good morning. How are you? Hey, Rob. Thank you for having me. How are you? Good. Thanks for being with us. All right. So this study that you guys conducted says a lot of us are thinking, maybe, about uh, making a charitable donation this holiday season. And the reason for that, I want to make sure I get this right, is because we've already given away money already this year? Yeah, you know, the, the results of the survey, you know, they have a bunch of messages, which aren't too surprising. I think, you know, inflation hits some people much harder than others. I think there's been a series of uh, historic events that have prompted people to make contributions <clears throat> over the course of the year. You know, these big events, whether it's uh, an earthquake or a flood or a hurricane, as, as you know, in North Carolina, or the war in Ukraine, or, or now Gaza. So I think the combination has caused people to feel a little more tight this year, understandably so. And uh, so for nonprofit organizations around the country that typically rely on a large percentage of the, the support they receive tends to come from around Thanksgiving to the end of the year, you know, it's, that's sort of the environment we're, we're entering. And we're not sure how it's going to shake out, but we thought it was important just to know that and have some insight about what we might expect uh, as the year end approaches. And you mentioned the the natural disasters uh, with wildfires and hurricanes, and it feels like we're getting more and more uh, every year. I, I'm curious, behind some people's hesitation, do you think uh, we are willing to make a donation like to the Red Cross for a natural disaster because you know it's one of those you see you see it on TV or you might see it on social media where it's like, hey, you know, text this number and make a $10 donation, it's easier to just whip out your phone and, and send a text compared to this time of the year when you have face-to-face interactions with like the Red Kettle people. It, do you think that might be kind of a driving force for some people? It's like, ah, you know, it's, it's just easier to make a, a donation on the phone. I think you're right. There's just so many options to stop or transact any type of business, including making a charitable contribution, but it's also, you know, intense. People are bombarded with information, and particularly it's, it's sort of a noisy time and the backdrop of kind of an intense uh, political season as well. I think the, it's not a necessarily a thoughtful, pensive time for people to make what's really ultimately a very personal decision about what they care about if they're in a position to do something. So that's changed, I think, from, uh, I guess, the tradition, which would have been much more uh, thoughtful, a slowed down time where people might have some reflective time. So I think you're right. There's just so many different options and people can be bombarded by all sorts of messages. So it remains unclear how, if at all, the nonprofit organizations will become on the screen of people who are in a position to make a contribution. And also, not everyone is in a position to do that, just given the financial tightness that they may experience. So, right. which also is very understandable. So, I, I think we're we're hopeful. I think many organizations rely uh, to a large extent on the year-end giving, 
so we thought it was helpful just to have some insight about what direct relief and other organizations might expect and what one might do to uh, make sure your cause that you care about is elevated so it's in people's consciousness. But we just don't know. I think we won't know until the end of the year. But, you know, as each year, we're hopeful. It's such a fine tradition and part of kind of the American tradition of what happens around the holidays. Uh, but it certainly it's a sobering time in many respects for people. And so we're always hopeful and never expected at direct release. And I think that's the best way to go into it with deep appreciation if anyone might be in that position to, to kick in for a cause that they care about. Did your study also find how many people are, are, are just not donating to charity at all anymore? Yeah, I mean, the, the surveyors have showed about half just are not in a position um, to make a financial contribution. And I think, you know, the reasons for that, you know, are different. But I think it's uh, general tightness. I think the inflation hits different people differently. I think the also there's the, the element of trust. Basically, mm -hmm. is a, trust is implicit if someone is making a contribution for nothing in return other than to make a, a contribution to something they care about, it's important that they trust that organization. And I think the trust in society, generally, we found, and other, other surveys have found, has eroded over the past several years, it's in part because it's a kind of a noisy, combative time about everything, it seems, sometimes. So... Uh, groups that are not political or engaged in those issues, I think, uh, tend to fall into the background a little bit as uh, the, the noise level goes up. And I think that's a recurring challenge for many organizations that are not political, but do good work that's uh, quiet and important, but doesn't break through the consciousness um, of people who are subjected to so much information at such a high pitch and, and an incredible volume. So how do we find those trustworthy nonprofits that, that we want to make a donation to? Do you, do you have any advice or tips for our listeners when it comes to, you know, trying to make sure that that charity is trustworthy? Yeah, I think the first thing is that no, no one can tell you what you should care about. I mean, that's a very deeply personal decision. Um, but once you uh, have a cause or an issue that you do care about, whether it's animal welfare or homelessness or the environment or, you know, emergency medical assistance, as Director Lee says, uh, I think it's important to do a little homework and make sure that the, you pick an organization that's going to do right with your money. And so organizations like Charity Navigator or Charity Watch, these are independent nonprofit organ uh, rating organizations that look at nonprofits, they look at their finances and how they disclose their information and how much they spend their money on fundraising or other things and assign a score. So I think once you find a cause you care about, you can go to a charity navigator and look for which organizations that um, advance that cause do a good job and have a good rating. I think that's just helpful consumer advice uh, for anyone, just like you were checking out buying something on Amazon that had a lot of stars. I mean, there's a, a parallel thing that one can do when it comes to charitable organizations as well. Thomas, anything else you'd like to add? Well, just you know, one of the things we found um, was that people look to their peers for a validation. Particularly younger people tend to get a lot of their uh, confirmation and information about or 
charitable organizations from their peers and from social media. So even those people who might not be in a position to make a financial contribution can certainly offer their views to people that follow them or look to them for insight. And that's a helpful way that anyone can contribute by advancing a cause that they care about publicly. And that's helpful because not everyone is in a position to make a, a big charitable contribution. And that's okay. There's no guilt needed. You can still contribute and be a cheerleader for a cause or an organization that you care about. And that counts for a lot. Thomas Tig from the organization called Direct Relief and their new study about uh, donating to charities, especially this holiday season. Thomas, thanks so much for taking some time out of your morning and joining us here on WPTF. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. 7.50 on your Tuesday morning. Let's get a